to episode 2016. 2216? Episode 2 in 2016. Oh, I I'm thought it was in sure. episode 2. I was pretty excited. 2016. We haven't had that many episodes. This is like episode 40. 40. Episode 40? I think this might be episode 40. Okay. That, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's right. A little easier to understand than 2016. I'm just excited about the new year, guys. Can't but you just we, get behind me on this? So when, 20, we to, when we get to episode 2000, 2016, we'll be really excited that we already talked about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm excited for this year because it's it's been a good year so far. <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Not, right. It's not like anybody's died. Right. No. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, welcome let's to start off on a happy note. Don't be a Debbie Downer, Jacob. Oh yeah. Thanks for needling my intro first thing. <laughs> needle everyone's intro. Yeah, that's, guess, the, that's kind of a thing. I guess I'm Kent. I'm Joel and Jacob. Okay, so welcome to Bacon Zell. Uh, we are going to get started and kind of go over the next year. Really, we want to yeah. do a preview show, right? Yeah. It's a preview show. It's kind of a mix of what we most anticipate out of 2016 and kind of what we hope to see in 2016. And a lot of it's just going to be wild speculation. <laughs> that's what we do here. Yeah. Wild speculation. I think that's fair, honestly, with some of these categories. So if you've seen our category b- shows before, you'll recognize some of this uh, before we even start. But it's it's weirdness, and it's fun. So you know, that's, that's, that's a good pitch right yeah, there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah? Oh, good, good. No needling on that one. That's, that's, no. that's yeah. Way right. to be positive. <clears throat> yeah, and we're going to have a positive 2016, aren't we, Kent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's going to die. No so. one. It's not a good start to the year. <laughs> no, it's no, really we, we should just we're, we're we're very sad about Alan Rickman and you know David Bowie as well. And yeah, it's just it's one after the other. Just like these sixteen-year-old British gentlemen who die of secret cancer, and we don't know anything about yeah. it. Every time that happens, I'm just like, ah, oh. yeah. So I'm really hoping nothing else happens by the nothing else happens by the time this episode is released. Dear, no Google, kidding, dear Google. Who is a British actor and is 69? Well, Donald Trump's apparently 69, but that, that's the first thing I heard. Yeah, except he's not British. So What? Okay. <laughs> Might as well be, right? Were you just surprised that Donald Trump wasn't British? <laughs> Huge. What? <laughs> All right. So we, okay. have, we have some categories here. Uh, do we want to start off with the big one or do we want to go with that later? Honestly, I'd rather kick off with, with movies. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that seems... Yeah. You're right. We, we don't talk about movies often enough on no, this show. It's, so. really, it's a neglected topic. Right. Um, we've gotten some fan mail. They're saying, hey, could you talk more about movies? You seem to be completely not talking about that. All your discussions of politics and economics. In books. And books. Yeah. We talk a lot of books. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gender roles. We just can't leave those things alone. So <laughs> uh, we, in the past, we've done our fall movie preview. We did a summer movie preview. And this one, we're kind of just looking ahead at 2016. And Kent and I have tried to limit ourselves to five. Right. Five movies that we're anticipating for the year of 2016. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure Jake will shoot us down. I'm oh, sure those are terrible options. Or, or oh, my gosh. N- no one wants to see that, Kent. He'll needle us, as he says. Needling. Indeed. Yeah. Needles. All right, Kent, let's start with you. What's What's your... We're going five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, five, four, three, two, one sounds perfect. Joel. Okay, my number five is called "Everybody Wants Some." Oh, great! I forgot. You forgot what? I forgot that Ken's going to pick these movies that no one's ever heard of, and then I'm going to go with <laughs> like, the blockbusters yeah, that everyone's that. heard of, and then he's going to yell at me, and I'm going to get after him, and it's going to not going to be that positive. You really forgot what kind of person I was? I think I did. Really? <laughs> All right, tell us about the movie. Everybody wants some. Why do I know that? Well, it, it's the title of a song, right? And it is also the next movie from Richard Linklater. And it is the spiritual sequel, as he describes it, to Dazed and Confused. Okay. I don't know if you've seen Dazed and Confused. 
came out in the early 90s, and it was kind of a love letter all to right, the all 70s. Right, all right. right. Matthew McConaughey. It was kind of a star maker for about 20 people. Yeah. Ben Affleck's in this movie, just all their buddies and everything like that. And that one was like a high school graduation party. And that was the movie. Jake, I don't know if you've seen this one. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I have seen this trailer. I mean, I'm familiar, but I haven't seen it. And it was kind of, uh, it was a very party mentality movie about all these slackers who smoke weed and get drunk and are stupid. And then it's kind of like Can't Hardly Wait, but, mm, but more drugs. For the, for the 70s, right? Yeah. And probably better. Uh, a better film. But it, here's the thing. Is this one set in the 80s? Um, yes. So spiritual sequel, not the same characters. Is it weird that they're now doing nostalgic movies about the 80s to you? Really weird. Because I, I mean, I'm, it's not. I'm new. an old. I, I'm a self-professed old. Because there's like "Take Me Home Tonight" and movies of that ilk. There, but they were more a little more uh, tongue-in-cheek. Whereas this Kitchy. one feels like nostalgic. Like, oh, remember the it's '80s, and it's like, yeah, well, it wasn't that long ago. And that's oh. what Richard like, Linklater does. Is he's? I don't think he's going to throw in like all these one-liners and, and uh, you know pop culture references from VH1. It's going to be like a genuine movie that feels like it was in the 80s. So can we get a quick summary? Kind of like summary? it follows. Yes. <laughs> kind of like it follows, except for they'll have like cell phones and stuff. So literally the, the story is it's a college baseball team. So a whole bunch of just morons. And they, they are. <laughs> Did no, you just no. classify all college baseball players as morons without any other the information? might be a college, a baseball, college player. baseball player. No, no, no. The movie is pitching them as these guys who just don't care about anything. And they are kind of just having fun. And that is the entire so story. Jockey tools, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I am very excited because what he does is, as we discussed last in the last episode, Linklater does slice of life movies, and this will be another one. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, my number five is actually a little indie film. I don't know if you may <laughs> I'm sure. heard of. Um, it's by the Russo brothers are directing it. Oh, the Russo. The Wait. Russo brothers. They, they've done things like these other movies. Like oh, they've Welcome only done stuff like you, me and Dupree <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier, because my number five is Captain America Civil War. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have to admit this. This almost didn't make my top five because I've seen kind of the decline of Marvel in the sense of. They do good movies, but they they have gotten repetitive, and I'm hoping this one is different. But I still have that hesitation of like, let's hope let's hope it's different, but it might not be. But still, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be an action ride, no matter how you do it. You got Chris Evans versus Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's Civil War. The comic series is actually very cool. It's about um, I, almost, I almost said mutant registration. They can't say that. No, they can't. But it's governmental registration where the government wants all the superheroes to register their secret identities. Because they're like, hey, you can't just, you know, do all your superhero stuff and destroy cities without being accountable for it. We need to know who you are. And so one side of the team is on, okay, we're going to follow what the government says and register. And the other side is on, no way. These are our superpowers. We're going to keep them to ourselves. Right. And it's friend against friend. And I think it's going to be a big movie. I think it's going to be a giant movie, actually. And hopefully, the Captain America series actually is probably the strongest series of Marvel movies because, like you know, Thor they're they're very close. <laughs> <laughs> well, strongest presently, but well, they're probably not bigger than the Iron Man I mean, series I mean, was. Like, a few right. years no, no, ago. what I'm saying is, Iron Man three is is in there in the top ten movies, look, uh, highest grossing, grossing movies of all time. Mm-hmm. But Iron Man three is the worst of the series, and they have gotten progressively bad. That is rubbish. That's Captain opinion. America, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people would agree. No, Captain no. America: Winter Soldier <laughs> is better than the original Captain America, and I, I think they have faith in the Captain America name and not an Avengers two point five name because Winter Soldier was 
a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I would say that is basically why you're saying it's the strongest series. Yes, because I thought it's, the first one was straight up bland. I, I think this Captain America series is mostly on an upward trajectory. Yes. Whereas the rest of the Marvel ser- franchises seem to be going on a downward trajectory, yeah. like lessening in quality each time. Yeah. I agree. There's a good chance this is the biggest moneymaker of the year, I think. It's possible. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, that's uh, that's yeah, okay. That's fine. That's, yeah. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Kent four. There's a Kent okay for you. Uh, my number four is called Story of Your Life. Okay. <laughs> is this the One Direction I haven't heard movie? this one either. The story the- of my life. I take it home. Took all night to keep her warm inside. Truth be told. Truth be told, I don't know that song. The real version. That was I only know the YouTube version with the funny singing. I heard the real version. I went, what is this? Yes. Is this a cover? And it's like, no, it's the if one. anyone wants to listen to that, I put it at the end of the, one of our past shows on season one. Oh, you did? I did. So right. go take a listen. It's fantastic. You'll never hear the, the song in the same way again. Nope. Story of Your Life, the movie, right. is directed by De- Dennis Villeneuve, who directed Sicario. He also directed Prisoners. Uh, I mentioned him last week. You did. He's doing another movie. Not much is known about this one. Basically, aliens, alien crafts have landed, and they've left messages. You're thinking of Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> I am not thinking of it. It's not my number four movie. <laughs> That's not, so, Kids number four, Independence Day Resurgence. Yep. Back was, to you, Joel. It's a, right. a tricky way to say Independence Day 2. He's a Goldblumite. Goldblumite? Goldblumite? Goldblum digger, maybe? <laughs> I'd say she's a Goldblum digger. <laughs> so, this movie is basically people are trying to figure out what these aliens are trying to say, whether they're friend or foe. Amy Adams plays this uh, alien. No, she's she's a human. She and looks like an alien. She does. She does not look like an alien. <laughs> she's from outer space. <laughs> she's a redhead. <laughs> All redheads are vampires, right? Soulless vampires. <laughs> I didn't say. Soulless. And so she's trying to. She's a translator. Jeremy Renner's in this one. Forrest Whitaker. I just think this one will be kind of trippy. And I am hoping it's like the Twilight Zone episode of How to Serve Man. I you, really hope it's like that. The thing about Twilight Zone episodes are is they're good short form, like twenty right. minutes. If right. you try to drag a, a Twilight Zone movie out to like full length sure it's gonna feel like a cheap ending but i have a lot of faith in the director so that's my number four my number four is another indie pick that sure. not many have heard of uh it's directed by david Iyer, and it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a jane austen movie so far yeah uh well it, it kind of is it's about an ensemble of misfits getting together in some sort of squad oh squad goals <laughs> <laughs> it's suicide squad we talked about this on our very first episode of Bacon Sale. We discussed Woo-hoo! the Suicide Squad, which is why it's mind-boggling that it still hasn't come out yet. Right. And yeah. let's face it, the real reason I am really anticipating this movie is because of Harley Quinn. <laughs> I was just going to make I'm, a joke that's why it was, and then no, that's really why it, it no, was. It's, liter- <laughs> it's literally why it is, because I'm not as excited for uh, Jared Leto as the Joker, as many people are. I'm, I'm happy to see the interpretation. I was wrong before when it came to Heath Ledger. Right. But I'm just not as pumped up about that as everyone else seems to be. Sure. But Margot Robbie, she could be the Joker. And I okay, look, look. Just to be clear, you're talking you want to see her just because you think she's hot. Not because no, no, no. you're interested Joel, in the character. She's actually a very good actress. I would say Joel is a casual Batman fan. And... <laughs> And Wait, from, okay, we're going to get into this? <laughs> from the animated series. We're getting into this. No, we don't have time. We don't have time. How many Batman movies do you own, Ken? We have that's time. Not how the, many Batman movies? We've got plenty of, of time. Plenty of time. That's that not the rule of fandom. But Joel being a Batman <laughs> I own, fan, he knows, the record no, show, I'm going to give more, you some credit after the backhanded ba- compliment. I own more Batman movies than Ken does. Yeah, he owns all the bad ones. I own all of them. That don't exist in my world. So, Harley Quinn was only seen and created for Batman the Animated Series. And yeah. we have never seen her on the big screen. And it is about 
time. Who's uh, Harley Quinn voiced by in the cartoons? Man, in cartoon, uh, the same girl who did the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, it is Arlene Sorkin. There you go. <laughs> That's not her. <laughs> she did the voice of Harley Quinn. No. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm looking it up. Look it up. There's got to be two people because there's someone that does it in the games. Is this supposed to be a point somehow? Like you're the better Batman fan because yeah, of that? I'm not sure. That's because he wants to bring down my hardcore status. Who is it, Joel? Har- it's Arlene Sorkin. No, that's not true. From America's Funniest People. You just <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Dave Coulier. That's why I knew it is because of I, I knew her from America's Funniest People, which wasn't that great of a series. Let's face it. But then I knew she did the voice of Harley Quinn, and every time I hear the voice, I feel like they're doing an impersonation of Arlene Sorkin. All right, so huh. back to you wanting to see a real-life movie with Harley Quinn, not just animated anymore. No, but I, I'm in the same boat. Is there boat. other reasons? I'm in the same boat. I think Harley Quinn will be great on screen. Uh, well, I, I, th- I think that the ensemble cast is fine. I'm not as pumped about uh, Will Smith, maybe, but I think that... Wait, why what's not? His name? Shoot, what's his name? Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Tom Jai- Hardy. Jai Courtney. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy's going to be great in it because he's done a lot of fun stuff. Tom Hardy's not in the movie. Uh, I don't remember anything about Tom Hardy being Huge a Suicide Batman Squad. fan. No, wait. Joel, oh, Kinnaman plays, Joel Kinnaman plays the role that Tom Hardy had to That's leave. That's what I meant. I looked down at the wrong section of my notes. Hmm. I, I apologize. I had to Google for a little bit. Yes, because I, like, I like real Batman movies, not these spinoff Batman movies that Ken's so obsessed with. I'm so confused. And I own all the Batmans. <laughs> <laughs> all the Batman. Batman. It's Batman. I'm Batman. My number three is yeah. X Men Apocalypse. Hey, uh, you went mainstream. I went mainstream. I think that's for the high five, Joel. Is it? Yeah. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he's not, he's not into it. It's not my he's top like, five. no, I'm not there. It's not my top five. <laughs> you know, this one's kind of a given. Is that because of Olivia Munn? No, I, I'm not a big fan, actually. It is. Really? No, seriously. Weird. I know. Uh, it's Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> right. yeah. Oscar Isaac plays Apocalypse this time around from the 90s cartoon series and from the comic books. I'm a huge fan of Apocalypse. I don't know how they're going to quite do the giant godlike mutant thing in the movie. We'll see. But Brian Singer is back. And with what he did with Days of Future Past, I mean, which blew me away. And I, I that was my bomb of the year. Like, you I projected that, you that to be the bomb year? of the year. And it, it, they pulled it off masterfully, so I am so excited for this one. Did that make your top ten? Yes. What was Easily. it? Easily. Probably number six. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Back to you, Joel. Three. All right. My number three is another little indie film you probably haven't heard of. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be that same joke every time, I think. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I think no. it's appropriate. It actually gets better every time I hear it, too. Uh, It's actually Dirty Grandpa. No, Fifty Shades of Black? Is that what you said? Oh, God. There's so many bad movies coming out this year. No, this one's directed by Gareth Edwards, and it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah. And I like it. I'm I'm very excited. I hate the subtitle, A Star Wars Story. Well, I understand. They can't gather around. But they can't call it Star Wars colon anything. They can call it Star Wars Anthology, Rogue One. But if you put Star Wars at the front, you can put it at the end. So you think Rogue One colon a Star Wars anthology? Don't call it uh, anything. Star Wars anthology. <laughs> I'm okay with a Star Wars story. It's No, it's a, it's a cheap way to remind people, hey, pay money for this because it's Star Wars. Yeah, it feels they could have called it Rogue One, it but feels they would have lost money. Yeah, it's like Rogue One. Star Wars! Star Wars! Like, Did you catch they're, that? Star they're Wars. appealing to the slack-jawed yokels. <laughs> No, seriously, by calling it Star Wars. It's kind of like when they when Nolan did the Batman movies. They're and appealing they, to they the did, slack jug Bothans. They did Batman Begins, and then you go, they're like, what are you going to call the second movie? The Dark Knight. And everyone says, no, 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 you've got to call it Batman colon The Dark Knight because people won't know what the movie is. Did that hurt the movie at all? No. Nope. They got no. scared. But that's And that's one thing that bugs me about the Arkham Asylum series is they keep calling right. it Arkham I agree. colon. And I'm like, no, stop. Get away from the Arkham thing. Just call it Batman. People like familiar things. 
Yeah. And a Star Wars story sounds like something you'll read with your kids. But you see Rogue One, you might think Rogue from X-Men, and then you think it's going to be about a Southern Belle who can't touch people, and she has a white streak in her hair. (laughs) That sounds like a different story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, having seen uh, Episode 7 and seeing that, no, they can actually make these feel like the old ones. Especially exactly since, like the old, especially since <laughs> I can't help myself. It just came out. But since this one uh, actually takes place during the original Star Trek timeline, or Star Trek, good heavens, Star Wars timeline. Someone know which just went crazy while I, listening. Hurrah! Their head exploded before I could correct myself. <laughs> um, I think this is going to be, and it, 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 it's going to be. It's got a good cast too. You got a good good people in there. No one like. There's no one there to steal the thunder. Like, it's not like starring Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Felicity yeah. Jones and Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, Diego he's great, Luda, by the way. Riz Ahmed. Young Wen. Forrest Whitaker. There we go. Headliner Forrest Whitaker. And possibly <laughs> Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. You shut your face. Possibly. Shut your face. Sense. No, I actually think, and I know I'm kind of crapping on this movie, but... I think this may be better than better than episode seven because it is about pilots. It's about soldiers and they, they're not going to rely on force mind powers or anything. It's going to be a straight up soldier story. And I'm pretty yeah. excited. It doesn't feel, I mean, it is a cash grab. Let's face it. It's a cash grab, right. but it doesn't feel like a cash grab because they're going with a story that actually did have some intrigue in the original things about the Bothans well, who died while bringing the Death Star. Plans. That was actually in return of the Jedi. Those were the Bothans that died. For what those Death say? Star plans. No, you're, you you made a good reference, but it's that this is not that mission. It's not that mission? I just want to put on these hipster glasses real quick. This comes out in December. Yeah. I'm not looking up details about it. Okay. Just so right. you know, the Bothans died in a different excursion. Really? So that's that movie will be coming out in 2021. Probably. Probably. What's this one, then? It's the first Death Star. Isn't that... The Bothans died for the second Death Star. Not the third Death Star. Or the fourth. <laughs> or <laughs> How impending. many Death Stars are there? Right. Okay, so my number two, Suicide Squad. I am so excited to see... Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I am excited to see what Jared Leto can do because actually, like, obviously there's a higher standard that Heath Ledger has set, but it's kind of like an actor's role. Like, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. it? It could be anything. This one is a little bit fruity, but I'm still okay with it. But really, I just want to see a team of villains have fun. But is this going to be that? I hope so. Because it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're all bad. I want it to be kind of like the Dirty Dozen, and that's what that's what this is. It's the Dirty Dozen, but I want it to be like that movie where there are they aren't good guys. They're not, and I'm already worried because they've already given Will Smith kind of this backstory to make him sympathetic, and I'm like, make him a villain. Yeah, it's like so he's villains, right? You know, it's just I hope that they actually have the guts to do what they do in the comics, which is kill characters. Like I, they're called the Suicide Squad for a reason. Well, because they're—that's the thing—is you put them in these situations where they're going to die, right? And so, even if they kill off some of the side characters, I still think that will be really interesting to watch and add drama. So I'm, I'm very excited. They should and yeah. Margot Robbie and Margot Robbie. Wow, we're going to have to rename our show Margot Robbie Cell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Margot Robbie I got, and Kate Beckinsale. I got, I got you should replace Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll call it Margot Robbie Cell. <laughs> Oh man! All right, Rumspring and Michael Robbie spell. I can't even say it. <laughs> that was like a that was like a German <laughs> rap song. There. There. <laughs> All right, back to you, Joel. All right, my number two uh, is actually one you guys have all heard of, but I think we're all very excited about it. It's my big fat Greek wedding. Stop two. that right now! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm actually very 
worried about my big fat Greek wedding too, but I'm not going to talk about Hopefully, that. Hopefully, because it was you thought about it enough to worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, the thing is, no, they, it feels so cheap. Like the first one was actually this clever, cute little movie, the little, the little movie that could that just made big waves and all that. But this one just feel just looks terrible. Well, I mean, what is this like? Twenty years later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically just relevance. Yeah. Anyway, no, mine is actually my, my number two is actually Hail Caesar, which is coming out next month. Wow. Uh, it's a Coen Brothers movie. I'm a big Coen Brothers fan. Uh, Raising Arizona is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Hudsucker Proxy. I, they're all good. I, I really enjoy their movies. They are all good. I shouldn't say that. There's a couple of What's their last like. good movie? Which one did you like last? Uh, well, now I have to look. Because I know right. I didn't like... Did li- you like Burn After Reading? I didn't like Burn After Reading, and I didn't like A Serious Man. Um, oh, but True Grit. True Grit. True Grit was good. Right. And I like how they, they are not tied to one genre. Like, they have tried a bunch of different genres and have succeeded many times. And Hail Caesar, uh, it is the kind of this old-timey Hollywood story or, or setting. And, like, the, the b- biggest actor of the time gets kidnapped and it's all – it, I just expect the very witty comedy, uh, witty dialogue, um, very fast-paced – and a lot of interesting-looking people alongside beautiful people. Have they come out with a rating on that one yet? Uh, no, probably rated R. They usually are. Uh, they usually are, but I just wonder, because it looks yeah, a little goofy. Maybe they would pull back think, a little bit. I think wacky should just be on the poster, because it just looks wacky. It does. And it's do, you like, do you like the Coen Brothers? 50-50, honestly. Really? Same with uh, Wes Anderson. They're in the same camp, where I'm like, you guys really like yourselves, don't you? Did you see the, the trailer uh, recently they had that was just the scene with him and Ray Fiennes? I did. It was so simple. Right. That actually really entertained me. That whole interchange. And it's I, pretty good. <laughs> Kent's giving his... Okay. 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 All right. Let's That's go Let's Kent. go to number ones then. My number one movie, most anticipated movie for 2016, comes out in about two months and one week. It is Batman v Superman, Dawn what? of Justice. This one comes as no surprise. I have way too much personal stock riding on this movie. Joel, guys, if this isn't your number guys, one, you're going to lose the Wouldn't it be battle. great if it flopped? <laughs> I had a dream last week that I saw the movie, and I was watching it, and it was just awful. And I woke up scared. <laughs> no, seriously. I woke you're like up cold and I go, sweats. No, I, don't let Batman be bad. I had this feeling, you know, because when Apocalypse. you wake up. You're, no, you're, Apocalypse. <laughs> Doomsday. You wake up, and you're, you're feeling like it's all crazy. And I'm like, did I see that last night? Was it really that terrible? Do I? Oh, it's just a terrible movie. And I was like... It was a nightmare. Your, your wife had to talk you down. Crazy. Right. It's okay. Exactly. It's okay. I'm really, really hoping. it's. I love it or I hate it, and it's nowhere in between. Like, I'm really, really hoping for one of but those. this is, you know, love it or hate it, it's Batman and Superman on the big screen, and Wonder Woman for the first time we I'm, get to I'm see. I'm worried. Her. No, you should be worried. I'm worried because they're cramming in characters. Right. Like, it's, it's well, not just... I'll tell you it's this. It's not just Man of Steel sequel. This has got a Batman backstory. It's got a cram in there. We're probably going to see his parents die again. We are. Uh, where it's going to cram in Wonder Woman. It's going to cram in at least an Aquaman reference. It's going to cram in Doomsday. Right. It's Lex Luthor. Like, it's so many characters, and I worry it's going to suffer from... No. In my perfect world, there would have been a Man of Steel 2. That, you know, was an improvement on the first... Or a Batman 1. No, I think it's... Well, yes. But they wanted to go reverse Marvel by just saying... They're all together, and then let's show them separate, right? They're all in this together. <laughs> no, stop that. <laughs> Did you say two months? That's not right. In two months. I March. thought it came out in February. March 25th. March. Hmm. Deadpool is in February. So I am so worried about this movie, I think for good reason, but I want it to be great. Joel? I'm um, guessing this is number well, one. Well, no, because my, my number one is actually, it's another big action film, a lot of CGI I'm going with Gods of Egypt. 
there's not there's no CGI in that movie. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't That's see the green screen at all. Are there any people of color in that movie? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Whitewash CGI. Uh, no, my, my my number one is Pee Wee's Big Holiday. No, <laughs> the Netflix special. There's gonna be a new Pee Wee movie that weirded me out so much. Right, uh, but th- uh, there's so many movies out there, and yes, of course, my number one is Batman v Superman: yes. Colin Kramer versus Kramer. Um, <laughs> I, I I do wish we had a little more Batman, not backstory. I don't want to. I don't want to see his origin story again. I hope I do. Just like a standalone Batman movie, and I wanted to have at least one Superman movie where he acted like Superman before we got Superman versus Batman. But I understand that DC's like, we got to do something. We got to do something big. Marvel's screaming us, Batman versus Superman. Right. It's basically how the meeting went. It's created sure. the necessary hype, honestly. Because if they just did Man of Steel two, people would be like. Yeah, okay, another Superman movie, but this movie has created hype. Well, I wasn't even at Comic-Con when they announced this, but right. I saw that grainy footage of just from someone's cell symbol. phone of just seeing the symbol, and I got chills. Right. This is this is like every geek's fantasy of, like, these two. And people are always asking, you know, well, why are they fighting? They're both good guys. And I had, I've had to explain this to my son as well. And they're not going to be No, it's basically like, hey, have you seen the first hour of Avengers? That's basically the movie. When they don't really know each other, and they're when they're to, fighting in the yeah. forest, and Loki's just sitting there. That's how boys get fighting. to know each other. They have to fight first, we, you know. We all wrestled. That's racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I makes no we sense. All, we all wrestled when when we all started working here. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we had our big bacon soul wrestle. I came. My name is Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joel. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Yeah. yeah. No, but if if you guys look at the lineup, because I was looking at all the movies that are coming out this year, and there are a ton, a ton of re, just remakes alone. You got Jumanji, Jungle Book, Ghostbusters, Pete's Dragon, Ben Hur, Legend of Tarzan, and the Magnificent Seven. Right. Jeez. If you get into spinoffs and sequels, it's a list of twenty or thirty, and you know, just including like Kung Fu Panda Three, Zoolander Two, uh, the new Huntsman movie the, called Winter's War, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Independence Day, Finding Dory. Like, I just feel like this whole season, this whole 2016 season, is essentially. Insecure Hollywood just trying to get built-in audiences Look, into the it, it worked for them this past year. Star Wars is, you know, a super big money earner. Furious 7. Biggest money earner of our time. No, it, it's not going to make it. It's going to make it. It's, it's not going to make not. it. You don't think it's going to make it? You should see the difference between yeah. Avatar and Star Wars. It's it's a billion dollars, Joel. I believe in you, China. No, they China's, don't like the movie. Yeah, China's already knocked it down. That's racist. <laughs> it's, everything's so racist with you today. Uh. So, no, but like Furious 7, like sequels are safe bets. And they that are. is what's going to continue. That's sadly. why they keep making comic book movies because they have a built-in audience. Right. It makes me wish we did have more you know, original movies. But then again, most of the ones I'm excited for are... Yeah, World's so, War- where's World of Warcraft? Speaking of which, let's move on to some categories. Okay, yeah, get, actually, well, I'd like to hear a couple honorable mentions if you have any, just real fast. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've got to... I, I put an X-Men Apocalypse in my honorable mentions. Uh, Deadpool, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, uh, Money Monster, Seriously? actually. Yeah, uh, Money Monster, even though it's directed by Jodie Foster, I don't think she's a great filmmaker. But she's okay. It looks good. She's, she's not a bad filmmaker. It's just, yeah. And then uh, Doctor Strange, of course. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. Honorable mentions. Honorable mention, Kent? Yeah, about the same. It's a lot of superhero movies. Rogue One was my number 10. I just think we're every month there is something great coming out. And Yeah, what happened to the dead season of January, February? It's, it's yeah. It's over. I think Hollywood finally said, you know what we got to do? We got to pump up our first of the year. Although it's Oscar season, so I'm like, why are they releasing movies right now? Because all the actors have to do their own thing and everything. But Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be almost so much that there will be movies just left out. Like Assassin's Creed, for example. 
which would be like a big event movie, but he will get shuffled in between other big releases. But that's got your Michael Fassbender in it. That's what Michael Fassbender. And I'm pretty sure it's got Con- Tom Hardy in it, too. I'm also very excited. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, starring Tom Hardy. Right. Still, Why is that kicking, not a running joke? I'm still joke? kicking myself because my eyes looked right down to the wrong word, and then I went back up and went, ah, oh, shoot. It's all right. I, I can edit it out. Um, you won't. But also, like, Conjuring 2, we have The Witch, so there will be some good horror films as well. So Conjuring 2 is a bad idea. It is, but it, it could still be good because it's directed by James Wan. I'm Anyways, sure it'll be scary, but it just might not be as good. Are you guys ready for a question you don't want to answer? Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. What's a comedy this year you're looking forward to? Uh, Zoolander 2, I guess. Sorry, Jacob Twist. (laughs) (laughs) Comedy, Zoolander 2, Joel. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sort of Destiny. That thing is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, I, uh, you know I don't look forward to comedies. I know you don't. That's why I asked. But Zoolander, you know, it's kind of fun. I have to admit, the trailer is... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Deadpool, probably. Deadpool will probably be the first Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Although it's not a straightforward either. comedy. That's my kind of comedy, though. That's what I'm saying. You're going to like that one, yeah. probably. I think you are going to like Edgar that Wright's movie doesn't come out till next year. Baby Driver, so... Oh, and Masterminds got pushed to the end of this year, guys. You mean your favorite movie of summer? <laughs> that I've never seen. And it keeps right. getting... It's gotten pushed back over a year now. This is insane. Right. Okay. All right. Deadpool for you, Joel. Yeah. Ready for random categories? Because it's coming really, on. Really random categories. Very, really very random. random. I'm just going to put that out there. You have to know. Really very random categories. All right. Uh, what restaurant do you think is going to make people sick in 2016? <laughs> <laughs> you like how there's like no transition whatsoever? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we couldn't move to like TV or anything. It's no. slowly moving well, away. We're just going to jump right into restaurants. I just want everybody to understand the pace here. It's going to be random. Yes. It, it's funny because we all think of, when you think Jack in the Box. You think E. coli. Right. And from about, the, from, with Jimmy John's and Chipotle, though. Yeah, exactly. From this last year, mm-hmm. these two reputable places, except for I don't reputable, like... Reputable. They're, they're up and rising newcomers who right. are making a splash and... Yeah. I don't a like... A splash of something because they're <laughs> tainted. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of either one. Like, I think Chipotle's okay, but every time I go in there, it's very dry. And Jimmy John's is just bland. Right. So... My, uh, actually, my prediction, my prediction for a restaurant that will make me sick, sick in, two, not make me, make people sick in 2016 <laughs> is Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, oh I hope so. This, that, that I mean, like I'm sorry, happen. person who gets sick, but. No, but this, Buffalo Wild Wings is a fast expanding restaurant. They're come, they're popping up all over the place. And I feel like a lot of the times I've gone there, sometimes the chicken isn't all the way done. Right. And they are very focused on entertainment and atmosphere. And you mean just loud TVs? Oh, you mean right? black loud, yeah. rooms and screaming TVs? That's what <laughs> right. that's what they focus on. Wasn't that on. a Disney ride you liked once? <laughs> um, but I, I that'd think, have been better. And the thing is, don't get me wrong. I think they have tasty food, and I've gone to eat there a couple of times. That's the craziest little, thing I've ever heard. A little too pricey, but uh, I think that they are going to be the next ones to have some sort of salmonella scare or E. coli scare. Yeah, uh, something along those lines. So Buffalo Wild Wings, that's my prediction for 2016. Put money on it. I would almost say Subway, but they had enough trouble last year. Oh, so man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give them a break. <laughs> that's not exactly – well, it made people sick, but in a different right. way. <laughs> the, the restaurant that will make me personally sick will be Arby's. But the, I think the restaurant I want people to make sick, that sounds so weird. You want people to make the restaurant sick? It, vice versa. Okay. I want this restaurant to be in trouble for making people sick. It's Costa Vida. What? I'm so sick of Costa Vida. Whoa. I'm sick of people saying that it's better than these other chains. It's crazy. I'll tell you why. 
why I like Costa Vida better than Cafe Rio. Oh man, this is terrible no, already. This, is so this opinion is already bad, and it's also this isn't going to appeal to anyone outside of like the Western United States, right? But uh, it's because they're much better with the gluten free thing, and it makes my uh, wife happy. And and so, so you that can't pull that card because then it's like, uh, oh, no, you can't oh, even make fun. Oh of it. yeah, Joel loves his wife. What am I going to say now? Oh, celiac, <laughs> celiac <laughs> activist. Drop the love bomb. <laughs> is, she, um, is she a celiac activist? No, she's not. <laughs> but truth be told, I actually do like the flavor of Cafe Rio better. But the experience at Costa Vida is better. I am so... They also give free kids meals at, at Cafe Rio. Yeah, they do. They don't, they don't do that at Costa and Vida. all the time I have to go get food like at Costa Vida and wait in that stupid line and they never get it right. Order ahead. It's like don't, runny don't sauce. It's always watered down. Don't right. order it. Hey, do you want me to smother your, your burrito for an extra dollar and of this tasteless sauce? Here, here's a tablespoon of tasteless sauce for no. $1. Wait, you guys feel the hey, same way about Cafe Rio? do you want some meat? Oh, no. he thinks we're putting meat in. Put in more black beans. <laughs> do you guys hate Cafe Rio this much, too? I'm done. I'm literally done. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. With, the, with the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that was the line right this there. This category here. The, the whole restaurant genre is getting a little tired, too. I agree. But Cafe Rio is definitely still and, better. And by the way, we will have a podcast. I know I tease like new shows all the time. We need to do this soon. Where we rank semi a casual fast food. Casual yes. dining. Yeah, casual Yeah, dining. we really need to do that one soon. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay, all right. So let's, let's go, let's go to the category. All right. All right. Wait, the win- whoever gets that right, ha- the other person has to eat at that restaurant. Right. Ew, that's messed up. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to go to People Mag, Sexiest Man Alive, 2016. Woo! Who's it going to be, guys? Yeah. Is it gonna be, I'll is go it, first. Is it going to be can, Michael can, Fassbender? Wait, can I just quickly run down the last couple? Yeah. So from 2011 to now, you have Bradley Cooper, Channing Tatum, Adam Levine, Chris Hemsworth, and David Beckham. Okay. Kent, go ahead. It's a lot of white guys. It's because they're the best looking. <laughs> oh, God. What? Which is why I chose <laughs> Idris Elba. Oh, so- that, the People Magazine's 2016 Sexiest Man of the Year. Yeah, I wish that would happen. Probably wouldn't. <laughs> he wishes it would happen. I do. I it's do. going to happen. It's because I don't see color no, no, no. in the same ways, Joel. I think by the end of the year, which when they usually choose it, there will be a lot of talk about, hey, do we need to get a new bond? And it will be all that. Like, is Daniel Craig coming back? And so Idris Elba will but come up in the news again. But they've had that discussion so many times. It happens every single and time. And he shot though. it down so many times. But I think even with the talk, Idris Elba will be a big name again. And he's consistently a good actor. How is he going to be a big in. name? He just needs to be. No, I mean, in 2016, what is he doing that's going to make him a big name? You know, it's hard to say because he didn't get any love for his Netflix movie, uh, Beasts of No Nation, which... That was the Harry Potter spinoff, right? Right. (laughs) Fantastic (laughs) Beasts of No Nation and Where to Find Them. Uh, But I think he will be the guy. I think they will look back and they'll say, hey, we need to be a little bit more PC. I purposely think they'll they'll choose... They've been getting a lot of flack, actually, about that. Right. Kind of like the Oscar nominations. You know, whatever. Whatever. Me, personally, I'm happy that they're picking people based on their performance rather than the color of their skin. the sexiest? No, no, no. no. Oscars. I'm talking Oscars. Because People Magazine, that's a whole different story. (laughs) It's like, I'm confused. But like, all these people getting mad about the Oscar nominations, I'm like, race! shouldn't matter we shouldn't have that you know just give it to them for their performance there i'm controversial so i actually had idris elba down here as if they give a diversity vote they're going to give it to idris elba really right there um but i've noticed a pattern seems to be that they're usually a prolific actor of that year yeah they are uh, or christian hemsworth because he was in Channing Tatum, they were in big movies. Yeah, they're in big movies. They're at least in money no, no, makers. The, the year that Channing Tatum got it, it was like he was in like three different movies that year or something like that. Okay, um, and so saying Oscar winners. I have a couple options know. here. Uh, one of which is Matt Damon. No, <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> he gets everything. One of right. which is Paul Rubens. And for, for <laughs> you're really Paul excited. <laughs> no, but uh, I said uh, one of my. I found out that James Franco was going to be in six different movies this year. 
And I thought he could get it just for quantity. Could you imagine that ugly cover with yeah. his sideways smile and his mustache? I, I, that's just hurtful. You like James Franco? <laughs> that's just hurtful. I'd rather give it to Dave Franco than James. Dave! Um, but I think probably it will go to Chris Evans. I think he's going to be... Chris Evans or Chris Pratt? Chris Evans. Okay. Because Chris Pratt's year was this year. Uh, uh, he's yeah. got a new movie coming out in November with Jennifer Lawrence. But, I mean, not as many. Like, last year it was right. like he was in everything. You know, two of the biggest movies. And then, well, I guess not last year. You're but right. Year in a year span. But I think it's going to go to Chris Evans because I think Civil War is going to be a very big movie. I think he's very prominent. I think he's very attractive. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a sound bite if I've ever heard Absolutely. one. <laughs> but uh, I think Chris Evans is going to get it this year. Uh, he's also in the age range. That's a good vote. That too. makes it. Uh, that and makes he's it white. So if history is any pattern, whoever loses, like let's say if someone wins, the other person has to buy that copy of People magazine and bring it to work. Put it on, the, put the, on desk. the desk. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Deal. Deal. Shook hands. <laughs> next category. All right. What TV show? That's the stupidest you... category. <laughs> We're people magazines. <laughs> Who picked these? All right. What TV show is getting canceled this year? And slash, which one do you want to get canceled? Also, predictions. So, so do you want to go a little first bit of both? Yeah, I'll go first. If it's not the same. Uh, TV show is getting canceled this year. Uh, Don't even dare, Joel. Don't even dare. It's Gotham. Okay. Oh, it's Gotham. Gotham is not making it through another season. Even though it's seemingly getting good reviews, it's just a terrible show, and I think the viewership viewership is dropping. I'm never going back to watching it, and I hope it gets canceled. It's basically on par with me right now. Well, I shouldn't say that because I haven't ever watched Two Broke Girls, but <laughs> it's down there. Like I, I think I kind of put those in the same tier right now. Right. So I, how's I think, the ratings on it though? I don't think I haven't checked decent, in a long time. They're moderate, but I, I just think that. It's a really good time slot. They have, yeah, they got a good time slot, but I think it's going to get shuffled around. And I think they've kind of run out of storylines and they're spinning their wheels and they don't know what they need to do. Didn't that happen in season one? Yeah, that's how it started. That's how it's still going, from what I hear. And so I I think they're just kind of lose their way and I think it's going to get canceled. So either that or Gallivant. Moving on. Kent? So this is a show that we think will get canceled? Uh, it's, it's the one you predict want. slash want. Yeah. I predict the- American Idol will get canceled. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> My show that I think will get canceled, not my show, because I've never seen it, but I truly think it will get canceled is Gallivant. I think you're that, screwing around. I'm you're not screwing around. You, you haven't watched it. it. You're just needling me. That's and, it. And, and Jake, that's the problem. I think the comedy should appeal to me, but you haven't watched it. You as, can't, as a casual, you t- are allowed no commentary on the a, show. You haven't watched the show as a casual TV fan, which I am. He's totally screwing with me. He's got to no, be. I'm really not. I think we need to let the the listener know that Jacob has a deep rooted love. No, that's for the not show true. Gallivant. No, that's and like saying you hate active, the show. He's an active proselyter for the show. In how good it's and funny a musical it is. medieval comedy, and right? it's funny, yeah, on ABC. Yeah. Well, by saying comedy, you'd hope that it would be funny, right? Yeah. So they had a you'd line. Hope. I was just telling, I was just telling Joel this earlier no, he just, this morning. He just said, they had the funniest line he told to me, and I'm like, yeah, I heard that one. It was okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what show is going to say in a line uh, like, "You'll know hell's freezing over if our ratings go up." Family friendly, Jacob. <laughs> right. But what show is going to be meta enough and honestly ballsy enough to say that? Because you know, better off Ted community. Which are both Arrested funny shows. You're naming funny shows. That's why they. That's why they're better. Because they're. And funnier. I think it's borrowing from those. I think so too. You haven't meta. watched it. You don't know that. And that's the problem, though. I I'll be like, hey, what is it? Watch? Really? Is it really Gallivant? It's really Gallivant. <laughs> 
<laughs> like five minutes later, Joel's getting it. I thought I thought you were just trolling him. I really did. The thing is, I'm like, what should I watch? Should I watch Arrow on streaming or Galavant on streaming? I'm like, everyone's telling me to watch Galavant. I'm going to watch Arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Arrow. That's, that's a winner. No, Wait. it's that's the problem. It's not. And I'm choosing it over Galavant. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, bad decision making. Yeah. For bad decision making. For the record, I don't hate Galavant. I'm just very lukewarm on it. I think it's kind of very lazy humor, very lowbrow humor. Oh my gosh. From, I mean, coming from the guy who likes America's Funniest Home Videos. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's no, no. We, we've gotten a whole argument about this the, before. The only reason Gallivant is, has, was not canceled in the first season is that it's like six episodes, and so it's low risk. Yeah. Low risk, low reward it's a low, for it's, ABC. It's a bridge no, show. That's, it happens, that's totally fine. It happens between actual shows. Yeah. Do you know what the, last, the first show, season two, is titled? It's like Up Years Cancellation Bear. Like, that's the name of the show. How do you not like Family that? Family friendly. I'm just quoting the show, which you watch. <laughs> well, sounds, I'm not, not going to let Kent quote Deadpool. <laughs> Frankly, it sounds a little too dirty for me. I don't know if I can watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all that 90s style naughty comedy. Like, oh, we're discussing Wait, wait, wait. Intimacy. Hold on. Is there slapstick? Because I love yes. slapstick. There's some slapstick. Yes. There's really not much slapstick. There's some slapstick. It's satire hey, hey, and it's, meta satire. It's farce. And it's farce there's some it's like, farce, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm talking to this person, but they really think I'm talking to this person. Hold and on. There's miscommunication. Is there an over-reliance on quotable lines? Because I love that, too. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. It's oh, satire. It's meta wow. satire. It's hilarious. He's getting upset. No, 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 here's it's here's the show of medieval comedy. No, here's the show. It's <laughs> most like, and Joel's going to argue with me. It's most like Community nope. of any other show I know. That's a lie. Yes, you it's, know what it's most like. It's more lighthearted Community. Is what it's it is. Most like Robin Hood Men in Tights, but less funny. No, I, that's not even a funny movie. It's like okay-ish. It's better than Gallivant. No, it's not. It's not at all. This is a very touchy subject. Everyone, go watch Gallivant. Tell us what you think. Hey, Weigh I'll, in. Don't Four do people. It. Tell Kent he's not allowed to make opinions until he's Change. watched. Change.org petition to save the show. <laughs> save. No, Mark, don't need word. to. It already America's got renewed. Some videos has been on for over 20 years. Gallivant's not going to make it that far. Yes, people love that. <laughs> they do. That's why it's been on for 20 yes. years. Category. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what was the most watched show on Netflix, Joel? Uh, wasn't it Jessica Jones? No. Ridiculous yes. Six. That's what it was. That was the, well, <laughs> Adam that was the movie. No, people love that. That was the movie, but I think House of Cards actually was the biggest TV show, now that I think about it. Yeah, I, I meant movie, but and it doesn't really matter. I'm talking people like stupid things. That's the whole point. This is gold. Like Gallivant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not, because people who like America's Funny Home Videos don't even like Gallivant. It's, yeah. it's just too witty for them. If, if somebody's not getting hit in the nuts, it's not funny. I'm not going to laugh. Family friendly, Jacob. <laughs> so many his third bites. family friendly. Family friendly. Yeah, I'm not pulling back on this. Five Four minutes. warnings, and we, you are out, man. <laughs> Kent's already out of. All right, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> All right, what's the box office champ for 2016? Not Gallivant. <laughs> oh yeah, way to move on. Okay, we got to move on for real. We do. Uh, box office champ. It shouldn't be a surprise for me. I've already mentioned a couple times. I think it's going to be Captain America: Civil War over Rogue One. Over Rogue One. I, I think that Star Wars Episode Seven had a lot of anticipation because it's a continuation of the story. I think Rogue One is a spinoff, therefore it may not have as big of an audience to kind of clamoring to go to it. I think Captain America Civil War, I hope, pushes Iron Man 3 a little more out of the top 10 highest grossing movies of yep. all time. All right, I'm going to save her saying this. Joel, I think you're right. Whew, it feels better. Does it? All that arguing. It, bet- it was between this or Rogue One for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Rogue One, even though it's called a Star Wars story, quite has the anticipation behind it. But it will make it'll, it'll do well, over yeah. a billion dollars. So the problem is... If Win- it was called BB-8, a Star Wars right. story, boom, biggest of all. Winter Soldier Worldwide was like $800 million, so mm-hmm. it wasn't quite Avengers territory. I mean, by having... If it was Avengers Civil War, this would be easily the biggest movie of the year. But you pull in the biggest superhero of the franchise, right. Iron Man... 
to one of the better stories. But how well does Captain America play to, you know, other nations? I don't know. I mean, so much that they didn't even call it Captain America, the first Avenger, the first they movie. Ca- they called him Captain Star they called it. They called it the first Avenger. Captain Star Chest. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to agree with you. I, I want to disagree. I think I want to say it's Rogue One, but yeah, it's Civil War. Yeah. All right. Uh, what celeb do you expect to have a nervous breakdown, a.k.a. shave their head, a.k.a. go to rehab this year? I will go first. Please do. I think it will be Jimmy Fallon. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, I think Jimmy that Fallon. That felt serious. Well, it's, suddenly, because, it's yeah. because they have articles coming out recently. Uh, well, Just yesterday. Well, yesterday they had the one rebutting, rebutting it. Well, but the, before the yeah. previous articles have said that Jimmy Fallon has a drinking problem. He has issues. And NBC came out with a statement yesterday, I think it was, that just said, no, he's fine. We're good with him. He's fine. But it is one of those like, hey, we're acknowledging the problem. Nothing's happening. And so I think they're trying to hide a lot. And I think that he's under such like strict orders that he may not be able to drink anymore because he's getting injured. He is. He's just. I think he's just klutzy. He's, he's klutzy, of course. But uh, from all the stories, he's, he's kind of a lush. And I think that he is going to embarrass himself this year. And it's going to spiral. I don't think he'll be ever be fi- fired from the Tonight Show because people like games on their late night shows and on their daytime shows. Ellen does very well too. Yeah, about the same kind of thing. People trying to find jokes. Yeah, just people by trying talking. to make others happy and have fun. <laughs> that sounds you, like Gallivant. Hey, that sounds like, a lot like Gallivant. That sounds like see, Price is Right. Did you see James Corden and Adele in their uh, karaoke? I don't watch James Corden. I, I don't watch the show either, but I, I like some bits of his in this karaoke car thing. I actually find very entertaining, and Adele was super entertaining. Was she? Yeah. yeah she's funny. Anyways, yeah. So that's a, I'd, I'd recommend watching that. Uh, but yeah, so I think it would be Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah. Joel? Uh, Paul Rubens, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Uh, no, I actually think the celebrity who's going to have a nervous breakdown and, and maybe go to rehab is going to be Ryan Seacrest. Oh, after the end I, of American I think American the, the guy is a workaholic. Like I, I don't remember where I saw this. is years ago, but it was like following him around for a day, and his schedule was so jam-packed. I was like, he thrives on this, on this work thing. And if American Idol goes away, Dude. he's going to have to fill that void he with still is like part. <laughs> <laughs> he's still like a part owner of the E! Channel. Mm-hmm. He still does his own show, uh, you know, on Sirius. Yeah. He's, he's, got a ton of, he's got a ton of stuff going on. Right. And I feel like he's been doing it for so long that I think he's just going to burn out. And it's going to be sad. I'm not going to, you know, revel in this because the guy seems nice enough. But I just don't think that I just don't think you can burn the candle at both ends for so long. Is he going to burn Seacrest out? <laughs> God, no! Don't don't bring Gallivant humor into this. <laughs> I even did a Gallivant. And it's still, <laughs> oh, still I higher tier humor than I America's Funny Home there Videos. Could, there could be a Seacrest out joke in Gallivant, where like a sea crests over the boat, and they're like, "Oh, the Seacrest out!" And they'll look at the camera and go, "Ha!" <laughs> Still funnier than America's Funniest Home Videos. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So Ryan Seacrest. All right. Okay. Uh, let's let's go from that to the celeb that needs a comeback. Okay. I think the celebrity that needs a comeback and maybe even deserves a comeback is Mel Gibson. Still Mel Gibson, though. I, I've said this for a while now. I think that he got a very, very bad punishment for something that was stupid and wrong, like a, a drunken rant and right. then a couple phone rants. He's, he's got anger issues and some drinking issues. But I just think we've forgotten how much we used to all love Mel Gibson. Right. And I feel like he's a good actor. He's a good director. And I think he deserves better than a Machete uh, sequel that's coming out. And he has one. Uh, oh, what was it? It was like Bloodfather or something yeah. like that. Where it's more of a kind of a ransom type movie where he's trying to save his daughter and things like that. 
But I just think Mel Gibson deserves a comeback because I think he's a Hollywood staple that had a bad couple of years well, and deserves to come back. Well, unfortunately, he was and I would I mean not that he was in the movie, but Expendables three, which unfortunately wasn't a good movie. He was he the was best part, amazing. Like he it was really good. It should have been his comeback, but the movie around him was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was just at the Golden Globes, and yeah. people were kind of happy to see him. And Ricky Gervais just kind of made it, made, it, made it awkward, like he on did. purpose. He did, and that's what Ricky Gervais does. But I think, right. I think Mel Gibson deserves a comeback. I don't know if Bloodfather's going to be it, but I, I would like to see him make a comeback in 2016. Do you think he can, part. though? Is this just like idle hope? I think he can because I don't think his, his, what he did was that egregious in the sense of... He in, kept in doing it, of, though. I don't know. Like, well, in the scale was, of, no, no, no. No, don't get if me wrong. Chris Brown Yeah, I'm saying, in, I'm saying in relation to stuff like that, where celebrities have, you know been unfaithful or beaten their their girlfriends or wives or done serious drugs or killed somebody and there's that's still... never happened wait <laughs> and then they come back and it's like oh it's okay so basically mel needs to change his gender and his name and then melanie probably... gibson melanie gibson no, no he just i think he just honestly fired his publicist and he hasn't cared about pr since you know this whole disaster and truthfully he may not even want to come back it's true he probably never has to work again in his well, life yeah he's worth piles oh. of money after Passion of the Christ, he doesn't have to work again. He made he's getting blessed. hundreds. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's getting blessed. He made hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> right. Because he financed that movie by himself. Yeah. And so yeah, right. I, I, that's, that's my vote. Mel Gibson. Okay. Mine is Liam Neeson. What? Comeback? Yeah. Take it in four? <laughs> and that's the problem. That's exactly the problem. Because you're like, hey, Liam Neeson's coming out with the movie again. Taken on a plane. Oh, yeah. Taken on a Bus. What about uh, what was the other one he had last? Was it last year? Walk Among the Tombstones, or was that fourteen? And no, it was last year. I as just well. think it's so weird that he's an action star. He just does. It's just weird. He hasn't really done a serious drama since two thousand five. What was that one? <sighs> Who knows? Dark <laughs> uh, Batman Begins, maybe. Oh yeah. Uh, but no, he, he he's really dropped, and people see him as a joke. He actually said he's going to quit these kind of action movies next year, I believe. But everyone sees him as this archetype now for this aging action star that needs to get revenge. He's basically Charles Bronson at this point. Yeah. And he used to be but he's, one of the premier actors that we had. Yeah. And he is a good actor. And so you're right. It's kind of turned into this right. caricature. But the guy does have acting chops. You guys are really picking old people here. No, I, well, come on. You know who really needs to come back? Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he needs to come back. <laughs> he actually had a failure in a comeback, like right after. Yeah. But Liam Neeson this year is going to star in a Martin Scorsese film called Silence. It's about Jesuit missionaries in oh, Japan. Yeah. Very excited. He's also uh, the voice in a Monster Calls, and he's also in another movie. So I'm hoping this is the change. Please no Taken 4, Unknown, Run All Night. I don't want to see it anymore. Be a good actor. You want drama Liam Neeson. I do. Oh, yeah, Run All Night. Oscar-nominated Liam Neeson. I definitely do. Schindler's List-type Liam Neeson. And apparently he's going to get that for a Monster Calls, Operation Chromite, or Silence. Right. And Operation Chromite is a war movie. So I'm hoping one of these will show me what he used to be. All right. All right, what movie this year do you want to flop, entirely fall on its stupid face? I'll start this one. Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Oh, wait. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I, I know it's popular to create a sequel years and years after the fact now. Independence Day should have got a sequel years ago, back when Will Smith was willing to do it. For this one, they created two scripts. One, if Will Smith agreed to do the movie, and one, if, they, if he didn't agree to do the movie. Obviously, we know how that's going down. Unless. It, unless what? He comes back as like a ghost Obi-Wan type character. Yeah, in Independence Day 2. 
Roland Emmerich would do that. No, he's going to be the end credit sequence. And he's going right. to, at the end of this credit sequence, he's going to dance in the fat suit. He's going to say the aliens, welcome to Earth. No, like, I think Roland Emmerich is one of those guys, much like Michael Bay or Jerry Bruckheimer, who should have stayed in the 90s making movies. Because he's still making movies for the 90s, but they're just terrible now. Like, his last couple movies, and I will go in order, White House Down, Anonymous, 2012, 10,000 BC, The Day After Tomorrow. Roland Emmerich does not know how to make a good movie anymore. And not even a fun action movie. None of these movies were good. No. At all. Even in a kitschy Independence Day sort of way. And I think the trailer... The most American movie of all time? Yeah, yeah really <laughs> forcible. <laughs> so the trailer uses the great speech from the first movie. But it's almost like, hey guys, remember how excited you were about that movie? Uh, here's old Bill Paxton slash Pullman and Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. Yeah, it's, all, it's not much. Right, it, it looks like Battle Los Angeles with a little bit more glitz. Well, and I feel like a lot of the movies that came after Independence Day were trying to copy Independence Day. And so that whole idea of alien invasion has kind of been watered down to just a bunch has, of explosions. Right? And I'm pretty much sure that's all Independence Day research yeah. is going to be. I mean, the movie needs something really fresh to make it good now. And you're right. I don't think Emmerich's going to do that. He's I, not going to bring something new to the yeah, table. I could be wrong, though. I mean, look at Jurassic World. That's Crazy true. success for an average movie. Yeah, that's okay. true. So, Joel, flop. Right. Uh, the movie that I would like to see flop is Pete's Dragon. Really? Because Dis- you hate that no, so I, much? No, I love Pete's Dragon, the original one. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> oh. But Disney needs to be stopped. They have a live-action Pete's Dragon. They got a live-action Little Mermaid. They got a live-action Beauty and the Beast. They need to know the classics are classics. You don't keep messing with the formula. And I want Pete's Dragon to be that first example, even though they already have other other ones in the pipe. And even though they'll just say, oh, that's because Pete's Dragon wasn't that popular. By the way, it was. It's awesome. Every little piece. Every little piece. (laughs) So good. Uh, But I I just want to see that fail just so they don't make them anymore. I don't want any more live action adaptations of Disney movies. Great pick. So, yeah. I also had Independence Day Resurgence as a uh, honorable mention, right. as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of Shadows, and The Jungle Book, another live-action adaptation. Okay. I want to see fail. <laughs> Some hate coming, Stop from, really? coming from Stop! Joel. Yeah, tell us more Joel's of your like, hatred I for love, Disney. I love Disney's Captain America Civil War, but I hate Disney on their other movies. No, because yeah. Captain America Civil War was not an animated feature It should have stayed animated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is there a TV event this year, guys, that excites you? Has you excited? Galavant? Yeah, now you're talking. Galavant season three for me. (laughs) Can I guess yours, Joel? Sure. X-Files? Reunion? You'd think so, right? um, but I'm I'm worried. It's once again one of those, whenever they try to revisit my childhood, I get very nervous. Right. Uh, That's why I went with Hairspray Live. (laughs) Stop it right now. (laughs) I'm kidding. Grease Live. (laughs) No. Fuller House? I would accept Fuller House. I totally would. (laughs) No, actually, the thing that most excites me, and this sounds weird, I know, but it's the end of Downton Abbey. I'm not excited to see it end because I have enjoyed the show. It's it's plateaued a little bit in the last couple of seasons. Season two. Oh, you yeah, mean right. for the last four years? But yeah, right. uh, have you watched it, Jacob? Snark. Uh, have you watched it? No, because I you stopped. You have no opinion. You I, have no opinion. I have watched you it. You haven't seen it. <laughs> I have watched it. And I stopped when it got bad. How, when it was that? It's season two. Mm. You've missed out on a lot. But uh, oh. I actually like the show. I enjoy no. talking about it. My wife and I enjoy watching it together. I like I, I don't. 
fear admitting that I like the show, but I'm excited to see how kind of they wrap it all up, and I hope they do a good job because really, it's a nice show. I hope they wrap it up with a fancy dinner with the Dowager count- Countess being annoyed that the wrong spoon was put at the table. I just think no. that would be a great cliffhanger. The Dowager Countess is going to come in at, at the I end of the credits. I haven't seen that 250 times. <laughs> right. The Dowager Countess. And Thomas is looking shifty. <laughs> the Dowager Countess is going to come in at the end of the credits and just say, Welcome to Earth. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Punches the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. But I, I have enjoyed the show. I think it, it, it's it gone a little longer than I think it should have, but I, I think it's doing okay. And I, right. I'm, I'm excited to see how they wrap it all up. So that's what I'm excited for. So mine isn't a huge one. That I'll make it my honorable mention then. Uh, Game of Thrones season six premiere. I'm pretty excited for. I still, I still haven't seen Season five. five ended on a pretty big moment. But you're going to be mad about this, Joel. Don't give me spoilers. Are you going to give me spoilers? No, I'm talking about my number one choice oh. for TV event would be... Tales from the Crypt. Oh, that's right. M. Night Shyamalan is bringing back Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Granted, he was kind of my comeback last year for The Visit, which we all liked. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was a good start. But I'm a little worried, like, he may be getting overly confident now. We'll see. But I love Tales from the Crypt, and he is directing stories from the old comic as well. But the problem is, he can't use the Crypt Keeper because HBO owns him. What are they going to do? They have Crypt Keepers from the, from the actual comic that they can use, but they cannot use John Kassir's voice I Crypt Keeper. I am appalled. No, I didn't I, know that. It's a real bummer, actually. Boo! But still, these stories are great enough, and they're just fun. I love anthology of like weird, bad-ending stories. You know what they're going to do? Hmm. They're going to remake, I want my cake from Creepshow. Great. You no. know, the, the, <laughs> the reason this show could fail is that M. Night Shyamalan will think he's Rod Serling and he will introduce every story, oh, which would oh. be a huge mistake. Oh, that would be terrible. Right. No, Kent, the first mask, Halloween mask I ever bought, the first really nice Halloween mask I ever bought was the Crypt Keeper. Was it? I love that character. And I loved watching Tales of the Crypt on Fox 13. Me too. On Saturday nights? Yeah, Saturday nights. 10 and 10.30? We didn't have social yeah. lives. Uh, <laughs> we home, I'd watch it with my Saturday dad. Um, you watch it with your dad? Yeah. Ooh, He's awkward. totally into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's a bad idea. Once again, revisiting my childhood, I, I like the past to be in the past. And whenever they try to revive it, I, I can't think of very many, very many good examples. I just love horror. So do you like how I just... I do too. Just, yeah. So I'm excited. All right. Huh. All right. Okay. We got a few different ones, but I kind of want to consolidate a little bit. Okay. What are you guys most excited about between video game, coolest tech? Uh, actually, let's just go with those two. Video game and coolest tech? Yeah. Let's just combine that real quick. Um, I'm actually excited because there's a new Uncharted coming out. Uncharted 4, A yep. Thief's End. Looks amazing. And I, you guys know I don't, I don't game very much. Mm-hmm. I get in these occasional binge sessions where... I'll get it. Now, game comes out. I really want to play it. Is this going to merit that, the binge session? Uncharted and Arkham's are usually the ones that I go for. And so I'm excited to play this one. My wife is not excited that it's coming out in April, but (laughs) sorry, honey. I'm probably going to play it, and I'm going to conquer it, and then I'll be back to normal. Right. And when Joel says play it and conquer it on a binge session, he means that he will stay up all night. Yes. Basically to like three, and then you'll crawl into bed and apologize. Yes. <laughs> That's basically how it goes. It's hilarious to imagine, honestly. <laughs> Joel can't stop. <laughs> I'll, it's just because I'm playing, and all of a sudden I'm like, is that birds chirping outside? Dang it! Is, oh, it's done! It's the worst feeling. Uh, uh, so is there tech you're excited for at all? Yeah. I, there's actually this uh, called the, I don't know how to say it, Avagant Glyph. It's like a personal theater system where it's like it looks like headphones, kind of like the ones you're wearing right now, these yeah. over-the-ear headphones. Sure. But you put the, the band that usually goes over your head, it goes in the front of your eyes, and it actually projects light onto your retinas, and it's like a movie screen. So you can watch and hear a movie in like an isolated atmosphere. 
Sounds Did, demonic. <laughs> I could just imagine just like sitting in a room and watching like four people are watching, you know, different movies at the same time. It right. sounds like the beginning of a horror story, honestly. Right. Everyone does these. Well, and, Total uh, Recall. I'm, I'm really willing to try it. So if you want to get me one listener, I'd be happy to try Mine it is out. very similar. It's PlayStation VR. Jake, you got to test this at CES. I did. And I did think, you do video game? Yeah. Oh, video game. My video game would be, if it comes out this year, please, 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 Kingdom Hearts 3. Ah. It's to be announced this year. Probably won't be. We'll see. Otherwise, No Man's Sky would be really cool. But it would be PlayStation VR. I think the Oculus will be game-changing for technology, but it's more of a social media user-based thing. Whereas PlayStation VR, I think video games are such a big industry, I just think it's going to be the coolest thing and just change everything. It really will. Yeah. If, if it comes out at a price point, anyone can buy right. it at because right. that's, that's the real work. Apparently, there was some leak on Amazon UK where they were they put up a price. It was like $1,200 for a Gee, set. Oh, my gosh. And they pulled it off immediately, and so no one knows if it's real or not. They can't get away with that. In a world of Google Cardboard, right. they can't get no, away with no, that. And hopefully, they, that's, that's some just sort of accident. If it's not, though, no one's going to buy. No okay. one is going to buy. Let's do a lightning round with the rest. Yeah, because we got to jump through these. All right. Um... What will we finally watch in 2016? Star Trek The Next Generation. Twin Peaks. Nice. Whoa. I know. Cool. I've never seen it. You're going to enjoy it. And I you're could have sworn I heard you talk about it, actually. Never seen it. Huh. I know enough. I know everything about it. You can't have an opinion, Kent. <laughs> I know everything about the show, but I've never seen it. So. Huh. Okay. First celeb to issue an apology this year. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, ben Affleck. So he'll be on a press tour for Batman v Superman. Okay. And he'll be like, he'll basically be like, yeah, I mean, our movies are darker. They're like actual films. Whereas Marvel, they're like lighthearted. Like he'll be really passive aggressive. So it's not going to be like a a serious apology. No, no, no. So this will be why he needs to apologize. Okay. So he'll be like, they're really lighthearted. And he'll be like, and they have all these characters that people go see just because people are dumb. And he'll be like, like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther. All of a sudden, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton will be like... Ben Affleck hates black people because <laughs> he'll mention Black Panther being like a stupid movie. And so he will have to apologize and he'll say, I didn't intend to be a racist. I'd made an offhanded comment that was taken out of context. That's fair. I really think something like that will happen. That, that seems very realistic, honestly. Yeah, right. In the, yeah, that's just weird. Uh, mine's actually Rick, Ricky Gervais. I feel like after the Golden Globes, he got called on a couple of things and then he, was, he just kind of dismissed him like, ah, oh, no big deal. So I think he thinks he's bulletproof. And I think he's going to say more outlandish things as the year goes along. And I think at some point he's going to cross a line where the backlash is too great and he's going to have to apologize. Hmm. Okay. All right. Last one is uh, what do you hope does not leave Netflix this year? I'll go first. What do you want to cling on to? Uh, I hope Supernatural does not leave Netflix because I got a lot of catching up to do. That's a good choice. And so I, I'm still in the second season and I, I got to plow through it. I like that's it. crazy. I just never get around to watching it. And I don't want it to leave before then because then it's a lot of TV to catch up on. So, and speaking of that, honestly, I just saw a thing that says the ratings are better this year than last year. So season 12 is extremely likely. Wow. What? Yes. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. 12 seasons. Uh, for me, it's Twilight Zone. Twilight oh, Zone the original is, one. is always on my list because yeah. I love the show. I've seen most of the episodes, but I've always wanted to just binge through it. And But it's always there on my list, and I, I never go back. And so if it leaves, I'll be like, no, but I was going to watch those in like two years. And please, don't go. Yeah, so it would be Twilight Zone. That's a good choice. Uh, i got to watch more of those, too. Should and, we talk and, about- and spend time with my family. <laughs> <laughs> and, and play Uncharted. And play Uncharted. That's not until April. And change March, my opinion April, about Galavant. Joel, did you come up with a movie you think will flop? Uh, Not was, what it, you hope flops, but what you think will flop. It was the Jungle Book, I'm pretty sure, is what I said for that one. I went kind of a Disney theme on both of those. You? Right. Warcraft. 
Oh, we didn't talk about Warcraft. It's got to be Warcraft. I love Duncan Jones. I think he's a great director. But Tom Hardy's in it. You it can't flop. It's <laughs> not in the movie. Tom Hardy's not in every movie. Oh. That's the thing. There, there's really no no one in the cast that stands out. It's it's similar to... I think the built-in fan base is not going to be able to get out of their mom's basement in time to see it. Right. Yes, my lord. Zing! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. I, I play Warcraft. Do you really think they're right going like, to be really mad and come find you? I'm pretty sure we have Warcraft 2. War, Warcraft listeners. Which right. I, I played Warcraft 2. I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm a big StarCraft fan. I would like an original movie that is fantasy to be to start a new trend again. Gods, I mean, of, fantasy. Egypt. Gods of Egypt. No, that's no. where it's at. I want fantasy to be popular. As you know, I'm tired of the superhero movies, even though my top three movies i'm excited for our superhero movies i want a different thing i want an original movie no one knows about warcraft problem is it's gonna fail yeah all right well then that's gonna be a wrap up why don't you guys do your you know sign offs oh okay thanks jacob for letting us know what to do uh this is this is where you (laughs) say your name joel and your twitter don't handle me i I know it's it's too soon but we're not gonna talk about who we think is going to die in 2016 i think we open kind of with that after after talking about david bowie and after alan rickman just passing away right I don't know if it's... In- yeah, yeah. It might get yeah, funny. Don't, I don't want to... I have mine that. written down, so I'll just say I told you so when this happens. Okay. Not because I'm going to kill him. <laughs> oh, just say it. Then. We might as well get out Sean of Connery. Really? Sean Connery's going to die. I, I say Charlie Sheen. Oh, jeez. I, no, I no, he just... See, he, this is too downer. Sean Connery... Or, sorry, Charlie Sheen doesn't really have HIV. He has Magic Johnson HIV. Well, no, it's but he, magically go he just away. went off medication... And he's going oh. to Mexico for like alternative treatments or something like that. I was reading. I take it back. So I'm concerned about him. That and he doesn't really have celebrity to cling on to anymore. It's kind of a past celebrity. So, right. Anyway, where can we find you, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, play along at home, listener. With the categories we gave you, we'd love to see your answers either on Facebook or at BaconCell.com. Uh, give us the, uh, your responses to these. You're like your top five movies. What do you think is going to do really well? What do you think is going to do bad? TV show, TV events you're excited for? Everything we talked about. We want to hear what you have to say. Uh, and, uh, also please rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, we'd love seeing your comments there and it helps us appear in more people's feeds, but you can find me at seven, eight, six Joel on Twitter. Or you can also f- find me occasionally at quickwits, qwcomedy.com. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville performing arts center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com and get the rest of my top 10 list for the year. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Oh, and, and yes, Joel, I'm going to remember that okay, because I, I realized earlier that I have a book on Amazon that I've never mentioned to you guys. So it's called Standalone. It's young adult fiction. If you're into that, go check it out on Amazon. Uh, also, it gets write in silver approval. I'm just going to say that. It, yeah. It's very, very good. Thank you, Kent. Thank you. Well, it's, you also have a uh, editor's uh, title in yeah, there too. I got yeah. to read it before. So. Yeah. And yeah. I will hardly say it's better than Gallivant. You can have no opinion. <laughs> no, I he's seen book. it. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, go watch Gallivant too. This has been Bacon Say Up. <laughs> Gender roles. We just can't leave those things alone. Every time that happens, I'm just like, ah. Oh. You really forgot what kind of person I was? I think I did. Did no, you no, just no. classify all college baseball players as morons? The story of my life, I take her home to throw my life to keep her warm inside. He's a gold blumite. She's from outer space. <laughs> She's a redhead. All redheads are vampires. Right. <laughs> All the bad men. Bad.
I think that's for the high five, Joel. Is it? Yeah. think it's going to be about a southern belle who can't touch people and she has a white streak in her hair <laughs> that sounds like a different story wow we're gonna have to rename our show margot robbie sell <laughs> we gotta do something we gotta do something big marvel's creaming us Batman versus superman that's how boys get fight. to know each other they have to fight first we, you know we all wrestled yeah. rooms and screaming TVs. That's what, <laughs> right. that's what they focus on. Wasn't that on. a Disney ride you liked once? This, this opinion is already bad. Oh, yeah. Joel loves his wife. What am I going to say now? Kind of very lazy humor. Very lowbrow humor. Oh, my god! <laughs> coming from the guy who likes America's Funniest Home Videos. It's hilarious. <laughs> Up yours, cancellation bear. Like that's the name of the show. How do you not like family that? friendly? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Talking people like stupid things. That's the whole point. This is gold. Like Galavet. Hey, if, if somebody's not getting hit in the nuts, it's not funny. I'm not gonna laugh. Family friendly, Jacob. I love you too. Disney needs to be stopped. I think he's very prominent. I think he's very attractive.